<laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Articulate. And those were just some, some fun little snippets of uh, me sleep-talking from back in, like, 2015. <laughs> back in the day. I got, I got really into... Uh, I think I took, like, a psychology class or something that made me get really into it. But I started keeping a dream journal back then and, like, recording my sleep-talk. Because I think somebody also told me that I slept talk and, like, I wanted to know what I said, you know. I'm curious as to, as to what, I'm, what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, hopefully it comes for Kyle. Or you. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, so, this is the first episode in a while where I've had time to do, like, actual research and, and look at stuff to, to talk about. And, uh, I went back and looked through my, literally looked through every dreams I've had since 2015. And I haven't recorded every dream that I've had since 2015. I haven't had... I haven't remembered my dream every night since then either. You know, there was a lot of spaces here and there, and I, I don't, I don't do it that much anymore. Uh, I, I talk about it a little bit in in the sode, but it's just, it's just kind of fun to see what you used to dream about and like old names of people that you haven't thought about in forever that you used to dream about. So obviously you thought about them quite a bit. Uh, it, it was nice because it actually made like, it helped me reach out to some people that I hadn't talked to in a while, which was cool. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to share this for you, and, uh, Jake Denning came out for this episode to talk about dreams with me, because I invited him over because we played, uh, this game called Psychonauts Together, which is all about exploring the minds of others, and we shared a dreamscape once, which we talked about a little bit in there, so, I don't know, he, he's just a fun person to bounce ideas off of, and, uh, we've been friends for forever, and he's really, really cool guy, so, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode, and, and, Watch as all your wildest dreams unfold. All right, Denning, we are starting out. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty decent. How about you, Stephen? <laughs> I'm all right, man. You know what? Getting a good amount of sleep. And, and you know what? That's a good segue into what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah, Um But yeah, have you, have you been getting good sleep recently, Denning? Uh, anywhere from like 8 to 12 hours. <laughs> Anywhere from four to six hours, man. It's crazy. It's it's good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, that's you. You doing no, four to six? Like, I about to say, man. That's yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, throughout college, like you kind of get used to like getting ten to twelve hours of sleep, <laughs> just because you have so much time. If if you don't have all your classes scheduled early, go to bed at like midnight to one, and then you don't wake up until like ten or eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a good, but it's also very bad because you're not awake during the prime hours of, sure. the, of sunlight but anyways that's not the point <laughs> the point is i really like my sleep and uh sleep is something like so in athens what i didn't realize is like i told you i had a shitty year this last year at athens right yes something that really played into Sorry. that <laughs> thank you <laughs> something that really played into that is i had a, the shitty it was like it was like maybe a hundred dollar mattress that I just bought with my own money just because I knew it was just for that year. But it's the worst mattress that I've ever slept on. And I had to like, I had my memory foam mattress cover from the dorms, but it's a twin size one. <laughs> so it doesn't fit on top of like the full size mattress that I had. So I pull it out every once in a while just to get a good night's sleep because the mattress was so ass and I put it on top of it. But it really does like affect your mood when you don't get a good night's sleep. That is so true. Yeah, I don't know if you've experienced that at all. No, I mean, when I... It's weird. Like, if you get three hours of sleep, mm -hmm. you're in a good mood. But then you get, like, 
Maybe this is just with me, but then I'll get like eight hours and I'm in a good mood. But if I get like five hours, yeah, <laughs> like it's just it sucks. No, yeah, and it was like four to six for me sucks. Mm-hmm. I feel it, man. It's like, um, especially I mean nights that you're drinking too. You know what I mean? Like, oh um, yeah, that there's like a, a middle ground. You can drink and then wake up on somebody's couch with like minimal amount of sleep. And at least be like, okay, I can get, maybe you're still drunk or whatever it is, but like get up and be like, all right, I feel good enough to get up. So got that weird energy that comes from, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably just riding the high from the night before, honestly. If it was a good night, you know? Yeah, probably. Kind of coming down. But, but then you, or, or you're at your own house after a night of drinking. And you sleep in like eight hours exactly, and you wake up, and you're just like, that's right when the when the headaches kick in oh, and everything. And you're just like, fuck. But also, so like on sober nights for me, if I there's nights where I would get more more than like ten hours of sleep, man. Like I don't know if you've ever had too much sleep before, but it's the same type oh, of for headache. Sure. It's a very sure. similar type of headache. For me. Yes. You want to know something crazy? What? Scientists, right? Not science. Not all scientists. I mean, in general. We're not really sure why we sleep. Like, we know that it helps, like, rebuild our cells and everything. But if you don't get enough sleep, you'll die. Like, straight up. Is that crazy? Like Yeah, you, I wonder what you exactly, like, die from. You get sick. You, you It's weird. Yeah. You get, like, a fever. And you start, like, coughing. And then you, you just, like, your body just gives out. And you just either pass out and go to sleep. Or if some for some reason you have to stay conscious, you just like die. That's the the only reason you get sleep. Isn't that messed up? Yeah, I mean, I know you hallucinate and. Yeah, exactly. You, that's the that, that makes sense. You know, no, hallucinating. And, why does that make sense? Like, just because you're not getting enough sleep, what about your brain makes you start seeing shit? If you're not getting like this weird thing where you just shut your eyes, <laughs> and do nothing for like eight hours. I don't know. I. I guess your brain just resets. See, I dude, it is such a weird topic that like I have no expertise on. Yeah, I know. I have no yeah, I know. <laughs> you, I mean, you're here. Like, so I did all the research for this episode, <laughs> but I brought you Good. on because yeah, Is luckily. I sleep a fuck on. No, and because we've talked about. I mean, we both have kind of an interest in like the human psyche <laughs> a little bit, and oh, like for sure. we also had uh, the dreamscape, the similar dreamscape scenario like the 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 amusement park. man that was ages ago yes i remember that ages yeah. ago dude but we so separately like in two before i don't even know if it was before we were like good friends or not but i've kept a dream journal since i was since like 2015 or 16 and we started hanging out a lot around that time kind of and then got just got closer because of um i mean you know reasons or whatever it doesn't really matter yeah but i think it was like two summers ago maybe like 2018 where we both got into uh, psychonauts and like talking, I, I, sh- I brought down my dream yeah, journal man, and everything. I was... And I told you about, it was, it was an amusement park, right. That I'd had like three different dreams at. Like I had one where I was on a roller coaster and the, the seat things just kind of came up and I started freaking out. But then there was another one that there was like a pendulum ride. And that's where you were like, I had that same the same dream. Yes, the, yes. The pendulum ride, the amusement park is just like. And it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like delirium at Kings Island. Mm-mm. It was like straight up, straight like up one of those down. one of those old uh, 
oil things. I don't even know. Oh, what yeah. But they look like a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you're on the top of it, and it just, like, I don't even know, like, yeah. swings you around or something. It and it's scary because and it was... you're not, like, strapped in or anything. No, yeah. And in the dream, I was in extremely unsafe conditions in all the rides. Oh, yeah. Uh, all, all of them. Un- yeah. Completely unsafe because they're dream scenarios. You don't Remember, need safety in a fucking dream. I doubt you had this one in common, but I, I was on a Steve Irwin ride in one of my dreams. <laughs> and there were live alligators. And there was, there was a part where you rode on them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fun. That was some dream I had when I was a little kid. <laughs> Yeah. No, this weird. Yeah, no, it's part of the same amusement park. And like, the thing with our dreams was, at least mine. I don't know. I don't remember if yours was the same way, but they would build off of each dream. Like, I would have a dream about one roller coaster, and then I have another about another roller coaster. But they'd be in the but same. But you knew park. it was in the same. They were place. in the same park. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, and it'd be a recurring dream, but with a different scenario. Different. Like it was, was like, a different. It was like dream building sure. a different world. But it was a dreamscape. You know, that's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. We shared exactly. a, a dreamscape like ran like randomly. I don't know. It, 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 so that's weird to me, especially like because it was before before we even talked about the pendulum ride. It was just like an amusement park, and you would kind of. But then the pendulum ride was where I was like, all right, this is yeah, a little man, weird. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you fucking... Yeah, well, that's weird. what... I mean, that's the other thing about dreams is, like, they're not real memories, right? So they fade... They're, like, in your brain, they're much more fragile than any con- other connection that you make in your in your mind. So, like, you can have a dream. Well, that's the thing. You don't even remember. Everybody dreams, but most people forget their dreams, and half of people forget them within the first like half hour you know what i mean oh yeah you forget most of them because they're just so fragile of connections in your brain that they just like dissolve just like that like they're nothing you know yeah i'll be honest i was kind of worried when you told me this episode is going to be about dreams (laughs) because i was like damn i haven't remembered my dreams for the past six months (laughs) i don't know know what he's gonna ask i mean yeah i I, so yeah that's what i'm saying like the dream journal i did religiously throughout high school but in college, I kind of just, like, lost it, and I haven't really thought about it a lot since. You know, I'll have a, an occasional dream that'll be like, all right, I need to write that one down for sure. Oh, so you still write it down? Uh, but like I said, every very rarely, like, probably I write down a dream. I, I want to get back into the habit of it now that I've kind of got a little more, more free time, and I'm, uh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Sleeping a lot more. Unemployed. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Unemployed. Yeah, uh, but I want to start writing it down. But, like, it, it, before this, since probably freshman year i probably write down a dream once every like three months maybe three or four months just because like like i said i i also feel like as you get older your dreams just become more bland and like less about you know as your imagination dies as you get older you know how, you, wow. <laughs> how your fantasies kind of your dreams kind of go to hell uh, yeah. <laughs> uh i just feel like as you get older it becomes more about like day-to-day life and like you know when you're a kid, you definitely think about things in a different light and things are more heightened and your imagination goes all over the place and your creativity is all, is just running rampant, right? But once you start getting used to the reality that we live in, you get used, to, you know, you come to expect a certain uh, pattern every day, right? There's there's not many things that you're going to experience like tomorrow that, you, that are going to be unexpected, you know? There's not many abstract thoughts. It's just... Right. What am I going to do today that's going to get me through the day and help me tomorrow? Exactly. And you as know, a kid, you believe in, like, shit. Santa Claus. You believe in, like, 
Oh, yeah. Even the video so games that you play are, like, real to you. you right, know? right. <laughs> they still seem somewhat possible, and that's what kind of feeds your imagination. Right, you're reading Percy Jackson, you're like, well, I could be a demigod, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, or, like, Harry Potter or whatever it is. But now it's like, I mean, I remember when I started working straight out of high school, I would have dreams of, like, being on a job and fucking something up. <laughs> Just, like... <laughs> Like, forgetting to bring a skid of matting or something to a job. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do landscaping for the people at home. For those, for those people. That <laughs> for the people at home that want to know, you know. If you need your lawn landscaped, uh, contact Jake Denning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, at jakedenning.com. At jakedenning.com. <laughs> but, yeah, I would just be like, it started getting to be about, like, my actual life. Right, your day-to-day life. And, you know, I'd still have wacky-ass dreams here and there, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just been less and less. Less and less, for sure. And I'm, there, there is a point in a lot of people's lives, like, people, st- their uh, statistics say, well, you know, I'm just saying statistics, but I did I did do a little bit of research for this episode, which is unusual, but I listened to some podcasts, <laughs> and I don't have any, like, actual, like, definitive sources, but they did research, you know, they sort they sourced them while they were making the, the episodes and whatnot, and all, all the articles that I read, um... But it's like you. There are some people that just stop dreaming at, after age like twenty. It's like your late twenties that a lot of people just kind of just stop dreaming. Man, that's scary. It is. It is. The, I mean, the, because it, it's scary because like you're like, all right, what is happening in my brain that is not as active anymore or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. But also the other definition of dream, where it's like your ideal, your idealization of where you want your life to turn out, you know. Like, you, what you want to do, your dream, you kind of dies when you're, like, 26, you know, the fact that... Man, that's a depressing way to look at it. <laughs> really depressing. And it's not necessarily that that's true, but it's, like, the thought and the oh, connotation yeah. of dream and not having dreams after a certain age is kind of scary. I feel like... Both in reality and in, like... Yeah. You know, your sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, um, I do want to take a minute to acknowledge... That I know that dreams, like your dreams, are not interesting to anybody else besides you. You know what I mean? It's like very true. If, if you somebody, to tell somebody your dreams, they don't... They, no, they're not into it. Yeah. You know, they're kind of like, oh, okay. And, like, this is something that I didn't even realize because, like, I thought... Uh, once I took a psychology class in, like, so- my sophomore year of high school... Uh, I was like, oh, dreams are fucking insane. Like the Freudian <laughs> yeah, experience man. of dreams and like the subconscious. It's like, what is going on there? And then after a while, you kind of, like I said, you start to figure out that it's. So there's this theory that somebody tweeted, Lucas Stengel tweeted actually, <laughs> about. Yeah, Lucas Stengel. Yeah, Lucas Stengel. He tweeted, he says, why people's dreams are exciting to them, but not to anybody else. A theory. In a dream world, a single consciousness is manifested into multiple beings. The dreamer is the only one involved with the primary agent in the thoughts and actions of the dream's characters. So, like, the narrative of the story. Um, now, because, one, everyone is the protagonist of their own story. Like, you're the main character. You kind of are... Like, you only have your own perspective, right? And your own yeah. experiences. And, two, the present, uh, the present cognitive biases which is just, like, your beliefs and opinions about everything else in the world. And then three, the characters holding very varying physical bodies 
these manifestation of, of the dreamer's consciousness seem very assorted and similar to their real life counterparts. So like there's a lot of characters in your dreams, right? There's there's multiple beings there that are supposed to add into like, the story. That'll represent Yeah, they'll represent other people in your life. Yeah. But in reality it's just your manifestation of what you think they're thinking. You know what I mean? It's like you're projecting yourself onto them in a way. Yeah, it's a pretty uh Yeah. So when it yeah, that's what he way. says. When in fact they are really unconscious or subconscious projections by the dreamer. Um if everyone's dreams are just lazy projections of their self onto others, it would make sense that every individual thinks a world composed entirely of themselves would create a captivating universe. You know, if it was your own universe where everything was how you thought, actually how you thought it was, and you were sure of everything, you're like, dude, this is exciting, this is amazing. In, in, in reality, everyone else would find it simple and dull because it's not what is reality no that's not at all how they view it yeah, yeah exactly yeah. no <laughs> exactly. it's just it's like the most selfish way to view your world in a way mm -hmm. yeah so that's not what, really like selfish but but i mean it's just you oriented I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just you oriented it's just based off of all your experience and everything and, and like i said why, yeah that makes sense why it wouldn't be interesting mm -hmm. and, and that, i didn't i didn't think about that i always thought my dreams were like so creative and crazy that everybody <laughs> like, would want to i was i was coming on to something that no one would ever <laughs> yeah. think of yeah exactly and and, and so like that real like he tweeted that and that was kind of a realization for me but then i also watched the show called afterlife with ricky gervais on netflix it's a really good show but it's um it's very like i don't know it's it's a low-key show like it's just kind of an in-betweener type of show and just i don't know uh, but he talks about like there's this girl there that like is really fucking boring at his job and he always calls her out on being you're why like anytime he comes up she comes up to talk to them he's like why why like and just like calls out <laughs> on her bullshit like well, you don't need to talk about like one of her passions he's, he's like what are you what do you like to do what are your passions she's like well you know i like i like like kevin hart kevin hart and, and like <laughs> his movies and his comedy and he's like oh but what about his comedy movies and she's like yeah especially those ones but she comes up to like tell him about he's like you guys want to hear about the dream that i had the other night he's like no nobody wants to hear about your dream everybody it, your dreams are always they're going to be boring because you're a boring person for sure but they're also just nobody cares about dreams in general at some point it's kind of like what we were talking about. It is heartbreaking shit. It's heartbreaking. It's like what we were talking about before with philosophy. It's really cool to think about, but at some point, it's just time-consuming and just like something that you don't really need to, to put effort into thinking about. It. Because no one else is going to care. No yeah, one else yeah. is going to care. Exactly. Mm -hmm. they, I mean, you go about your daily life thinking about certain things, and that's only going to change slowly over time. It's not like you're going to bring up one interesting idea and your whole... Day-to-day -day consciousness is going to change. No, nothing's going to change. Yeah, at all. So, um, why it's important to me, like I said, it's, it's, it really can make or break a day. Like, if you have a shitty night's sleep, you're going to go the whole day being like, I can't wait till bed. <laughs> I can't wait till the day is over and I get to lay down and have a good-ass night of sleep, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, so the thing is, the, the, with dreams, like, like I said, it, we don't know why we do it, but we know that it's good for us <laughs> because it's natural. It, what, the only thing that scientists can really figure out is that the rest of our mind, 
like so the, the your body and your immune immunity cells and, and all the white blood cells and everything they kind of are able to regrow at a faster pace while you're asleep while your brain as opposed to thinking about all the visuals like your aesthetics like uh, senses like ears eyes smelling taste and everything while that's kind of shut down your body is able your brain is able to focus more on the in, internal you know growth of cells and everything and the reason we dream <clears throat> is because it you, that's your body that's what happens in your body but your brain is uh co consolidating memories so the, the the analogy they make is like a, a computer backing up data basically so it's like all the memories that were significant for you during the day are kind of getting solidified while you're asleep like isn't that crazy I don't know. yeah like and that's where dreams come from because it's like it's almost like they're re-experiencing those at like random flashes and like random sparks in your brain. And that, that makes sense why dreams seem so crazy because you don't realize what memories you want to solidify. Oh, yeah, or true. you don't choose what memories you want to solidify. Yeah, it just kind of happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wonder you if... You don't choose what you want to remember. Mm -hmm. I wonder if sub subconsciously, so like there was a metaphor. Have you ever heard of the iceberg metaphor where like your consciousness is only like 20%? It's like Yeah, the and then 80%. Is like everything that you can't even understand what's going on with your brain. So I wonder if subconsciously you know what you really want to solidify in your mind. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you were able to like unlock that 80%, you could be like, all right, these are things that I want to keep and these are things that I want to And you could just choose. Forever. And you could just choose. See, that's what, that's like, that sounds as crazy as lucid dreaming sounds yeah without yeah without having sleep paralysis right have you ever tried a lucid dream so uh i was gonna get into Are you that gonna get in? okay. eventually eventually <laughs> I, i'm just kind of right. getting into the science we'll of it at first it. and then we'll get into the more abstract concepts of it um i just wanted to to break it down into that um but so so we'll get into that like i said uh i, I want to get into first of all the most common dreams i only did the first two because there's so many but what, what would you think the most common dream would be between most people that they would survey in an experiment? The most common dream is in like... Like the theme or like the... Like some people have dreams of like being naked in public. You know what I mean? Or a lot of people have dreams of losing all their teeth or something like that. You yeah, know? It's, it's, either, it's either embarrassment. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. So what would you think? Going like, back from embarrassment, it's either dread or desire. Well, what, what's been your most common dream? Have you had a, a reoccurring dream? My most dream? common dream? Yeah. Hmm. I'll be honest, man. They really haven't made sense. <laughs> <laughs> They're just wacky shit. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like sometimes I'll have dreams about... Um, one time I was on a ship in a dream. Yeah. During, like, a flood. <laughs> and there were a bunch of Vikings. And everyone looked like Fortnite characters. Everyone looked like four and that was that was it. There was no message. There was no theme. Message. It had yeah. nothing to do with my life. Yeah, that's at all. Yeah, I mean that's and why. Uh, dude, that, <laughs> that's like all my dreams. Really? It's yeah. just stupid shit that makes no sense. That's fair. That's fair. That, yeah, and it, <laughs> like I said, everybody dreams differently. They actually, um, there's not a lot of research into it, but they say some people have kind of looked into the genetic uh, ability, or, like the. People in the same family have, like, similar types of dreams. So even, like, so I was listening to, like, like sleep paralysis. Like, 
parents that have sleep paralysis and like twins that have sleep paralysis it might be because of a shared genetic like trait like personally for me I don't think my dad's had a lot of sleep paralysis and I have never experienced sleep paralysis luckily but like it's that's a weird thought that like like there's a genetic trait that like leads to certain yeah. type of dreams you know what I mean something that deep mm-hmm. within like your DNA right. causes you to have, like a dream. Of That's it. something very intangible. Yeah. 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 It's it's fucking crazy. Um, but the most common types of dream are number one is being chased. Oh man! Now that you bring it up, yeah. I I used to as a little kid have a lot of dreams about that. Really? As yes. a little kid? As a little kid, yeah. They were real scary. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is uh, most dreams like. If you take a survey of a certain amount of people, on a scale of 1 to 10, like, 1 being, like, a pretty good, like, an alright dream to 10 being, like, a great dream, most dreams, like, more than 50% of dreams are bad dreams. They're on the negative side. Yeah. People don't like them as much. Nightmares and sleep paralysis are really common. But that's not even, you know, that's not even, like, that's a a nightmare. You know, there's dreams that are just kind of bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's... Like, either you're kind of mad that you didn't get to see how it played out, or it was just a scenario that you kind of just wish didn't happen in your mind or something. And I just think that's an interesting thought, because I think that means the majority of people are pessimistic. That's, yeah. (laughs) Well, see, what's funny is that, like, the bad dreams I've had Mm -hmm. have been super fucked up. Really? Like... Like that recurring reoccurring dream I like used to have as a kid that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. That one was real bad. I'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. But I would say that over fifty percent of my dreams have been dreams that I've like woken up from feeling good. Really? Like even if they're just wacky. Really? I'm like you know that was because wacky a funny dreams little are dream. fun. You know? Yeah, they're yeah, fun. They're I wake up and I'm, dream. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like fuck it, dude. I don't care what happens. <laughs> yeah. You know, life is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. But yeah, that's. What was the, I wouldn't have expected that, you know. Yeah, the the chasing dream. What were you saying? Yeah, it was it was when I was like, around three to five, <laughs> and I don't know why I still remember it, but I was like, I dream in my dream I was like a baby, and I would get sleep paralysis in these dreams. Like I couldn't move that's or do crazy. anything, and I was a baby in the dream. Yeah, and I would just like start crying. I was on the first floor of my old house. And I would just, like, hear stopping down the steps coming from upstairs. Ooh. And it was just a big brute with, like, a big, like, club. Yeah. Looking like an ogre from Dark Souls. <laughs> it was about to, like... And it would just run toward me and, like, swing at me. And then I'd wake up. It was scary, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was. And that was, like, a reoccurring. And I swear to God, I never got abused as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I never got abused. Never, it was never. just a fucked up dream I used to have. And I have no idea why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I, that's the thing with a lot of these scary dreams is like some people are at like high points in their life and like don't really have anything to be worried about and they'll just have some crazy shit going on in their head. You know, I, yeah. you know what it is? Like it's really like you said. There's eighty percent of your brain is like stuff that you can't access or like below the surface of it. I I don't know the exact percentage. Too eighty is just the generalization. But like yeah, they say like you know you can only use like. Under ten percent of your brain, yeah, or yeah, some like crazy shit like that. Is, yeah. yeah, but so like, what is going on in that subconscious when you're feeling great, everything is good in your life, and you still have a crazy ass dream? You know, I know this yeah. girl who's had 
it was weird. She, I met her in my freshman year of college, but she is, she is done like before college in high school, she moved houses like two or three times and then she moved into the dorms. And she said every time that she moved, like the first night that she moved in, she would have a dream of outside the place that she moved. So for example, when she moved into the dorm, she would have a, the first night that she moved in, she had a dream that there was a guy out in the parking lot of the dorm that walked in through the, the door of the dorm, came up to her room with like a knife, with like the intent to kill her. Holy. And just like, just from that perspective, and that's happened at the first house that she moved in, the second house that she moved in, and like multiple times of just like a, a, a guy outside the house walking in like toward into her room and like going to kill her. Isn't that fucked up? And has anything like in the real world happened similar to that? Like yeah. someone coming to her house and That's maybe trying she, to be an idiot? Like, <laughs> she said that it, it not. No, she said that it never happened. Like it was never like a thing. To that's her. still one of the worst reoccurring dreams. Oh I yeah. Imagine. yeah, something that's that realistic. Uh, yeah, dude, that would freak me. The fuck, I'd be like, oh, I'm never moving anywhere ever. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. No. Yeah, yeah, that is is just crazy to me. Um, so, the thing with uh, chasing dreams is is usually unrecognized trauma. So things that you don't really know that happened to you, like say you got like beat up as a kid and you kind of blocked it out, but then later you having dreams about like a bully chasing you or something. You know what I mean? Like something like yeah. that. Or uh, stress in general, like you're trying to run away from a problem that you have. Um, and and, and the, the the thing that they say to do when you're having a lot of chasing dream, be, dreams being chased and kind of stuff like that is to start to to pay attention to those dreams and specific and like think about them during the day so when it when you go back into it don't think about the fact that you're being chased right think about what is chasing you try to like turn the focus from. yeah what you're, yeah like in the dream yeah, that makes like, sense if it, is it a monster is it like a, another person is it just like a feeling you know what i mean like you have to like turn and kind of like focus on that a little bit as opposed to being so focused on yourself being freaked out you know man that actually yeah that reminds me i did used to have dreams in high school mm -hmm. when i was uh playing football yeah yeah about i would always have dreams where i would show up to a game and i forgot my cleats or my helmet oh. or my pat or like my shoulder pads yeah or like sometimes all three yeah. And I would have to bring it up to my coach. Bro, you can't forget your pads, bro. Come on. Yeah, forgetting your pads. <laughs> and, like, we go to a game, like, 40 minutes away or something. And, yeah. And then I do that, and it's, like, hell, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I guess, like, you know, I remember thinking, like, damn, I'm, am I that afraid of fucking up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what... So, like, talking about, like, subconsciously is, like, there's probably not a lot of meaning to dreams, but you can put a lot of meaning to dreams. You, you can, know I mean? yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Am I that afraid of just like, like disappointing somebody or like, you know, not fulfilling my own expectations or whatever it is? Like, uh, you know, the fact that you have so many like that that chase being chased is the number one dream, most common dream of above all of them is like that's fucked up because a lot of people have that fear of. You know, setting an expectation and ch trying to meet it. And That's life, yeah. Yeah. When you're an adult, honestly. <laughs> just setting an expectation for where you're going to go, what you're going to do, and then getting fucked up and not being able to do it. It's just, just, it's just scary. Uh, yeah. I mean, exactly. So the second most common is falling. 
<laughs> just falling in general. Like, what, like the feeling of falling when you're uh, falling asleep, fall. or like, well, so literally falling in your dream. That's like, that's the interesting thing is that. So it's the most common dream is like in the dream you are falling. Like you get like, like you're on a cliff and you fall off. Like it, it's either the build up to the fall, or but or um, falling. It's like a slow fall, you know, or just like, like you're kind of suspended in midair and you're just falling backwards and you don't know like where you're falling or where you are, but you're just falling. It's kind of like the scene in Get Out where he's like in the in between, yeah, yeah. whatever that is. And a lot of people have dreams like that, which is crazy because maybe it is like a representation of like you realizing that you're in your subconscious and not being yeah, able to get out yeah. because you're asleep. Yeah, which is crazy, but... It, it's it's the same thing. <laughs> My dad actually used to have dreams of falling all the time, and I remember wake. I, I was going to bed one night, and I hear from the other room, "Help! Help! Help! Help!" And he's just like, and my mom's like, "Chip, you're in bed. You're fine." He's like, oh, oh. he's just like falling. He's just like freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 I mean. God, Chip. Yeah, yeah. And he would actually fall out of bed sometimes. Like, he would roll off of the, his side of the Jeez. bed. And, like, I mean, the ground isn't that far, luckily, when you're in a bed. <laughs> you don't have that far to fall. But it's just, like, you put that on yourself and you almost physically harm yourself just because of, a, like, a, a thing that we don't even really understand. Like, what, it, like a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, it's, it, but it is related. So, during that time, that's when he bought his own business and, like, was kind of trying to figure out his footing with it and trying to figure shit out. And he was at a constant risk of... Yeah, of, so. you know, losing or failing. And, and so, like, when that's going on in your mind, like, when you're trying to sleep, you've got all these, like, during the day you have all those things to stress about, and then when they're, like, solidifying in your mind, the flashes of oh, just, man. like, falling and just yeah. kind of, like, failure or just, like, fuck, like, fuck. That's you're just, all you're getting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's messed up. Um... But also, this dream is, uh, other people kind of think about it as not only, for some people, it's, it's not falling because of, like, failure, but, like, falling in love is, is very common. Like, um, But you're still having dreams of falling? Yeah, you're falling. And I think that's more of, like, the slow type of falling type of thing, where they're like, what is happening? It's, it's less of a fear and more of, like, a why am I falling, where am I falling from, where am I falling to kind of thing, you know, it's just like a falling, a movement type of situation, you know, falling, um, falling from, huh. from grace is another thing, like, uh, an, another one of the, the, like, the third most common dream is flying, which can lead to falling, you know what I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a flying dream before, if you're feeling ambitious, if you're feeling <laughs> ambitious, that's yeah. where it comes from, you, like, shoot off of the ground, and you kind of, like, some people, like my dad was just telling me how it takes him, he's like running at first and then he starts to kind of lift off the ground and kind of get into it and then it kind of turns into like, he swims a lot so it kind of turns into him to like a swimming kind of thing and then eventually it just becomes like you're not even thinking about it and you're just flying around, right? Um, whereas for some people, for me, I've had a dream where I just kind of took off and just was like flying around and floating all over the place and like spinning around and shit. That's the third most common dream. That's badass. Yeah, and the thing is, it's really cool, but that's where, again, it can lead directly into a falling dream. Because you're up in the air, and at some point, another a reason behind what some uh, scientists say is like, a flying dream is almost like a, 
it can be a good thing because you're ambitious, like you said, and it could lead to you're excited about where you're going. But can it can also be like a cautious thing, like a, like an Icarus and like a Dadliest, like yeah. flying too close, close to the sun, yep, yep. and then falling, you know, and like it's like a warning. Got to fall eventually. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to fall eventually. So I, yeah, it, it's crazy that it, I mean, even for me, that I, I just feel like people having all the same dreams about the same stressors. It kind of you know makes you feel good because you're not the only one that's freaking out about life in general. I guess. But and the only one who you're not the only one who's excited about life even and flying and whatnot. Yeah, that is cool how like people have common tropes with dreams. People mm-hmm. have dreams in common. Yeah. It makes you feel less lonely in your little it, fucked up subconscious. A little sense of community there. You ever yeah. see that, that meme of like, have you seen this man in your dreams before? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that and it oh it terrified me. <laughs> At first thick it eyebrows. Me. Man. Oh, the <laughs> thick eyebrows. He looks just oh, like... Oh, he looks so weird. Yeah, like... And that receding hairline. The receding hairline? That's what I'm saying. It's like, why do we have to paint bald people as bad guys? You know what I mean? <laughs> that guy reinforces bald stereotypes. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I mentioned it in the, the podcast with Lucas, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> do you remember... Have you seen the SpongeBob movie? Yeah, of course. Where King Neptune comes in and he like... Oh, man. And he takes off his crown. Bald! And he's bald. Oh. Bald! He's like, thinning! Thinning. There's like eyes being burned out of their skulls. <laughs> Thinning! And he's just like, they're just training kids to hate bald people at that point. Come Man, on. I didn't even notice that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't saying. even realize how much I hated bald people. <laughs> because, yeah. And of if that you watch movie. a lot of movies, uh, let's see, Sherlock Holmes, which is just right off the top of my head. The bad guy, bald guy. It, you know, it's, it's like, a bald guy, dude. It's a bald guy. It, it's the only, a, I guess, good bald guy is Professor X, and he's kind of good. He's kind of he, good. Just because but, he leads the good guys, but he's also kind of a douchebag. Yeah, so. he's such a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. So and like he's the bald guy, so it's like, has, the, and the he's handicapped. Right. Kind of like canceled out with the handicap. <laughs> True. So then he's like kind of good. So he's, he's kind of good. <laughs> but also like you know you're bald, so you got to be handicapped. Voldemort, Sorry, dude. dude. Voldemort's bald. Yeah, that's true. Voldemort. <laughs> we could go on. Doctor Evil, on. obviously. Doctor Evil. Yeah, yeah he's a cool like, bald guy. He, and that's the thing. He's supposed to be like the fact that Doctor Evil in the Austin Powers movies, like all of the Austin Powers movies are supposed to be just like make fun of like very satirical yeah. and make fun of like Double common seven, tropes in yeah. movies. And that's what I'm saying. Doctor Evil is a bald ass. He's a bald yeah, ass. Bald ass, <laughs> ass too. That's true, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's just fucked up. And so I'm gonna go bald at some point, And I am not about. To be a, an evil person. Oh, are you seriously going to get bald? Yeah, I mean, like, look Your at my dad. Come bald, on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> like, right. it's going to happen eventually, but I'm I don't sorry. know. I'm just trying not to think about right, it. That's we don't got to talk about it. I have dreams. I, I hope you have dreams of having a full head of hair for the rest of your life. <laughs> having for a mullet. Yeah, if, if I go bald, at least I'll have dreams of having hair. I think that'll be nice. My dad says he gets fanned. <laughs> Phantom hair syndrome, like like Nuh-uh. phantom lizard. Yeah, he'll, like, oh, like phantom pain, like yeah. yeah. Oh god, dude. <laughs> like go to like brush his hair back and be like, oh, oh, it's just gone. That's dude. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so flying is one of the, and th- so that's what I was gonna lead into is like, um, I had a flying dream only once, and it was a lucid dream, is the thing. So I was trying uh, around my junior year of high school, like really hard. That's when I, so I, I did the dream journal before when I first got interested. And then once I started getting really into the dreams, it's like kind of trying to do lucid dreaming because lucid dream, being able to control your own dreams just sounds cool. Yeah, fun, that you know? sounds like something like a cheat code in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like entertainment, but in your sleep. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you just get to control almost. It's almost an, another aspect of control in your life. And you're like, okay, I can. You get to be a god in my own mind. Yeah. If you mind. have a shitty day, at least tonight. Whatever. Yeah. You can build a city in your mind. There you go. <laughs> or go flying, or go for a swim, or whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah. So I tried. So that what what really led me into lucid dreaming is really actually if you if you aren't like doing if you haven't done it naturally and you don't do it regularly, it's hard to get into as like a, like a, you have to be very conscious of lucid dreaming. You know what I mean? See, that's there's like a weird balance there that I cannot figure out. What do you mean? Because when you lucid dream. Or when you're trying to lucid dream, mm-hmm. you have to like be still, but also be conscious. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that just leads into sleep paralysis. Into sleep paralysis, yeah. yeah. And that's what I always fall into. But paralysis. sometimes I think maybe I'm falling into actual lucid dreaming, and I'm just too scared to do it, so I always shake myself awake. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. Because I'm, I'm like too scared to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, sleep paralysis is is an entire different concept than sleep. I mean, lucid dreaming. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe I just don't understand it enough. But well, no. no, The thing is, more people have sleep paralysis. I think it's forty percent of people have experienced sleep paralysis, which is less than half. But that's still forty. That's a lot of people. people, Yeah, Yeah, it's forty percent of people. And I think lucid dreaming is experienced on a lesser lesser level than that even. So, sleep paralysis actually has a really, really uh, rich culture. Like, I mean, it's got a deep history, you know? Like, uh, it was recorded back in, like, ancient Chinese writings and, uh, like, about sleep. And it's gone through, like, ancient Greece and and so on. And They would always believe it was, uh, like, the workings of demons, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, because it seems so paranormal. Because sleep paralysis, you feel like you're awake, you know what I mean? And you just can't move. Or there's just something so terrifying going on in the, the world around you that you don't want to leave your bed kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and so many people, I, I'd i say almost everyone that has experienced sleep paralysis sees, like, that shadow figure. In the corner. Yeah, in the corner or, like, right at the foot of your bed. That's where I would see it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, the embodiment of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, it looks like a demon. It, it and that's seems what like I'm saying. Demon, it's so like you why. can't move. Uh, and a lot of the time you do notice that, but a lot of the time it's not like you're really trying to move because you're just so petrified in terror. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, I just, like, what do I do? Should I get up? Should I should I just stay here? You're just kind of like, that thing's fucking scary. A lot of, you're lucky that it just stands at the bottom of your bed. For a lot of people, it, like, sits on their chest. I know, man. I've heard about that. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine just, like, there's actually a painting. I think it was... I don't know when it was. It was definitely whenever paintings were relevant. Like was it, was it like a Renaissance look? It was a Renaissance looking look painting. Looking ass, It's a yeah. demon standing on the lady's chest. On the lady's chest, yeah, yeah exactly. I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Scares it. the shit out of me. And, yeah, <laughs> because it's a really good representation it of is. sleep paralysis. It's just like a, like a shadow looking demon. You know, mm-hmm. a little imp looking fellow. <laughs> little fellow. Yeah. yeah. He's probably a cool guy. You know, he's probably. Just he's got the gnome, but he's, he's just... just yeah. <laughs> On your chest, you know. It's just on your chest. Violating your rights. Yeah, he doesn't know. Like, he probably doesn't have, like, feelings uh, on his own. So he, he doesn't know that he's, he's weighing down on you. He just wants to get close with you is really what yeah, it is. That's how we got to see it at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day. But it actually leads into, uh, like, the Salem witch trials. Like, there was a dude who, like, 
had a preconceived notion of a girl being a witch because that's like all the witches shit was going down and they were yeah. like thinking about it all the time. And he like had a preconceived notion of this girl being a witch. And then at night he went into sleep paralysis and he like saw her climb in through his window, come in and just like look at him and like sit or sleep on his chest or something. And he just freaked the fuck out. And you know, you don't hear the rest of the story, but she probably fucking she died. She got killed, yeah. She got killed, killed because he was like, dude, she came into my room and looked at me yeah. and put a spell on me or whatever. That's all it took. Yeah, yeah, which is really, I mean, it's, luckily, I don't think, I don't think I've experienced sleep paralysis. I, I, like I said, it was, it's never been You've like a recurring seen, thing for me. Have you lucid dreamed? That's what I was, yeah, so. So, I, yeah, you said when you had the flying dream was a lucid dream? Yeah, so yeah. the flying dream was a lucid dream. I wanted to get into that, but then we kind of went off into sleep paralysis and sleep paralysis. Right, because okay, that's so the only thing, like, I've experienced. Yeah, <laughs> which sucks, man. It really does. Like, it's unfortunate that, like, in, like, a. a it's really it, sleep paralysis. Like you're in a sacred place. You're in your bed. You're in your own home. You in your are. own bed. You're in the safest place possible. In the safest place well, that you think. You know. I mean, your your bed covers when you're a kid can protect you from anything. You know. What I mean, <laughs> of course. Like anything scary, you just get on your own. You can't see anything else. What actually used to freak me out when I was a kid is like that was like a safe thing for me. And then I started. I got into this weird phase where I watched a bunch of scary movies in like fifth grade, which is the worst time to watch scary movies. Fifth grade. Yeah, it wasn't Damn. even my decision. I hung out with an older kid who was getting into scary movies, and we just did that as, like, a fun thing to do. And he was older, so I always wanted to hang out with him. Oh, Anyways. He was badass watching scary movies. Oh, like yeah, it. dude. Fucking, one, our favorite was, uh, what's the Final Destination? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck those movies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. As a kid. Which like, one? Was it the first one? We watched all of them. We oh, my God. all of them because we were so, like, we. that's what I'm saying. I would go over there all the time. And we would watch a scary movie. And it was fucked. It, it fucked with my mind. So, like, I'm laying in bed, right? Kind of, like, all these thoughts going through my mind. And you're like, okay, well, the only safe place is my bed. And at least I can cover my, like, head with my sheets or whatever. Yeah. And and then I started thinking, what if you cover your head? You, you know, you go under cover and you cover your head with the sheets and then you open your eyes, and there's just a head laying next to you, looking face to face into your own oh, eyes while man. you're laying in bed. Oh, dude. I got so freaked out. My greatest fear, like, you know how a lot of people have phobias? Yeah. I'm not scared of snakes that much. Spiders I can handle. Bugs and whatnot. Sinkholes is for some people is a big okay. thing. I, waking up, imagine waking up in the middle of the night, and I, my room was always at the top of the stairs. So looking out as a, to an open door, and there's just a figure standing on the top of the stairs. Like, you can't leave. There's nowhere to go. Oh, They're my God, man. The exit. That reminds me of the scariest dream I think I've ever had. Mm-hmm. What was so, it? okay, I'll say the dream first, mm-hmm. and then, okay, I'll just say the dream first. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at my grandma's house, and it was like an old house. Okay. Yeah. This is like a... What, 1920s house? It's got some character. Pretty big place, though. Yeah. You know, where it's got, like... It's got, like, stairs going up to the second story that you can see from the yeah, living room. Yeah, it's over. That makes sense. It's the older type of architecture. Big open yeah, windows yeah. and everything. And, like, kind of... Yeah. Exactly, yes. Yeah, I, I, can, I can... And I, I had a dream it. that I saw some, like, dude with a dog mask. Oh. Like, looking at me from the stairs... <laughs> 
Oh, from was, down below the and stairs? And I was in the living room, and it was just like, there was like a blue filter on everything, and it was terrifying. Oh, yeah. just looking at this, this thing. And then, then I watched The Shining, like, mm-hmm. for the first time a few years ago. Yeah, oh. And I saw the scene where, like, Shelley Duvall's running upstairs, and she looks in a room, and there's a dude with a dog mask, like, oh, giving shit. head to some dude. <laughs> Or he, like, gets up from it. You don't see him give it up, but, like, he gets up from it, and he's wearing a dog mask. Oh. And it just, like, zooms in his face, just like it did in that dream. Oh. And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I saw that scene when I was a kid. Yeah. And that's what gave me that dream. Maybe, yeah. But it was that same, like, presence, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. you were talking about. Yeah, it was just the feeling of, like... Of someone... Being there. It's like an weird. invasion of privacy. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's exactly... It's an invasion and, like, a sense, a threat of danger. You know what I mean? Like, a... Yeah. They're going to attack you or kill you. Or oh, man, yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I had a similar um, experience with a movie. I think I th- honestly think it was like Parent Trap or something like that, like a Lindsay Lohan as a kid type of movie, or maybe like <laughs> Beethoven or something. I don't know. But there's like a scene where this woman comes out with like, like a, she comes out in like white robe and like a white, towel over her head and her face has like a face mask on it's like a white face mask and just like walking down the stairs and the kid gets like really freaked out about it i'm pretty sure it's parent trap or something like that but like i had a dream about it dude and like that woman just freaked me the fuck out like the idea of her like walking her just having a face mask on and like yeah dude i don't (laughs) even know dude it was just some mom I mean, I don't know what it was in the movie. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember exactly the scene, but, like, having a dream about it, like you said, it's like a mysterious figure. It could have been, like, a ghost, you know? Like, it wasn't... That's what I'm saying. Like, the white face wasn't a face mask, necessarily. It might have been that in the movie, but in my dream, it was just, like, a white face. It just completely transformed to that. Like, a ghost type of thing, and, like, like you said, like, it's the two things, like, the, the sense of invasion... And then the th- the threat behind it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, there's it's that really ambiguity. Like, yeah, yeah. It just like freaked me the fuck out. I don't know. <laughs> I know, uh, man. It's a weird shit that scares you when you're a kid, especially. Oh yeah, and 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 it's weird because that can turn into like over time, it's like something irrational that scared you as a kid, can turn into like a completely rational fear through your experiences just because you've always had that preconceived notion of something in the back of your mind and it just grows through time with you, you know? Yeah, it's weird how that evolves. Yeah, it's just really fucking crazy. But anyways, on a lighter topic, back lighter to lucid topic. dreaming. Like I, Sorry, man, I just find like sleep the fucking weird, scary dreams so interesting. They are I really can't stop bringing them up, but like, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to bring the topic. Yeah, well, I like, mean... the tone of this like real dark. Yeah, yeah. The, the only... The thing about nightmares and scary... Like I said, most more than 50% of dreams are bad dreams. And the only way... The only thing you can really do about it is try to journal. Like, journal your dreams. Because those are the ones you really want to figure out. Right, exactly. Figure out what the meaning is and, like, what the co- the stressor is. Yeah. And then kind of, like, figure that out in your real life, you know? Um, also... Lucid dreaming is is another solution for scary dreams because if you realize that you're dreaming, it's like, oh, that's not a fear anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not yeah. scared of that. I like, I don't have to be scared of that. Oh, I'd love to learn how to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's because I'm in a dream. Well, so um, it took me. That's what I'm saying. If you're not used to doing it, it's really hard to get into lucid dreaming until you get like a a, a routine down that that helps you do it. Um, a lot of it is dream journaling. 
that's the main thing. Being conscious of your dreams in the first place. Thinking about dreams. Talking about dreams. Writing your dreams down in the morning. Okay. And remembering them. Will help you lucid dream because you're just more conscious about dreams. It's got to be more proactive um, about them. Yeah. Another thing is um, like reality checks. Where it is like in the middle of the day. You have to like look at your hand. Like look at your hand back and front. And be like, okay, like this is where I am, you know, Damn. this is my dream. Or like a lot of, for some people, it's like looking at a clock. It's like, oh, okay. Cause time moves different in your dreams. Right. So yeah. if you look at a clock and it looks like it stopped or something, then it's like, this could be a dream. You know what I mean? Like it's just reality checks. Does my hand look the same? Do like, am I real? Like, can I feel this? It's almost like pinching in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's just a reality test. So if you start doing that more in your day to day life, then in your dreams, you'll start doing it and be like, Oh, this isn't a, you know, you'll look at your hand and and you can't look at your hand or it's a different hand or it just looks weird. You know what I mean? But you looking at that and seeing like that your hand is just some, your hand, because you're going to recognize your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to recognize that. In a dream, you might not, is the thing. Are you saying, but like, are you are you saying this is a way to tr- be able to trigger lucid dreams? To, to trigger lucid dreams, yeah. yeah. Because if you look at your hand and you realize that it's not what you would see in reality, then you're like, okay, I'm in a dream right now, you know? Gotcha. Like I said, oh, the clock is like a weird concept of a clock, you know? that's It's not moving or it's moving at a extremely fast pace or weird pace. Then you're like, all right, time isn't moving. This is not a real place. To, you know, this isn't real. And so that's what it is. The reality test is. And, and then once you realize that you're in a dream, you're like, all right, I'm in a dream. I can control this. I can do what I want. You know, I can move stuff yeah. around. I can change the atmosphere. And I that doesn't, you don't just wake up though. Uh, no, I mean, maybe for some people, but yeah, or the, the dream just ends, which it would be unfortunate. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, it's not always that easy to just kind of slip into a lucid dream. But I I feel like part of it is because I want to do it so bad. That's why I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I get so excited, you know, like I want to so bad, man. It sounds so fun. Yeah. and, And like I said, I've only done it. Twice ever, and I've and I went through a phase where I tried and tried really hard to do it and wanted to do it all the time, and so the first time I did it was the time that I flew. And one of the things that you can do is eat certain foods before bed and, and like do okay. certain things. I chugged uh, it's like one of the small things of apple juice. Apple juice has a certain um, chemical in it. I don't know what it is. It has some sort of nutrient that triggers some serotonin or. Fucking like melatonin or something in your mind, and it'll it helps you lucid dream. That's what a lot of people recommend, and that's what it did for me. And so what happened when I did hmm. it? I tried, I drank a bunch of apple juice before bed, and then when I went to bed, it was weird because like it 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 wasn't like I was in a dream, and then I real like like things happened in the dream, and then I realized I was dreaming, and and like I said, it wasn't a reality check or anything. I didn't make it through a dream and then change the dream it was like i was just asleep and then i was instantly like i like it was like almost like a sleep paralysis type thing but my consciousness woke up right and i was like oh i'm dreaming right now and then like it, it was like it was almost like you know when you're dreaming you don't have you don't picture yourself 
as the main character. You know it's you that's going through a dream, right? Yeah. But you don't, like, have an image of yourself. Because it's like real life. You're, you're you just ne- see first person. Right, right you yeah. see first person and you've never, like, looked at yourself. But, like, it was weird. So I, I started the dream and it was just right off the bat I was lucid dreaming. There was no atmosphere around me. There was nothing. There wasn't anything already huh. going on. So what it was was almost like a, a, a GoPro vision of myself, of my <laughs> face. And I was like, oh, I'm dreaming. You're viewing a GoPro of... Of my own, yeah, yeah, of my own subconscious, which is weird, because like I said, it's like I didn't. That makes sense, yeah. That's what I'd imagine it'd look like. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and 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 then so immediately there was still no atmosphere. I'm like, all right, I'm lucid dreaming right now. I want to fly. That's what most people do when they lucid dream. They're like, well, I want to fly around because flying is fucking insane. That's an awesome thing to do. So I just like shot off and started like flipping around and like flying around and doing a bunch of cool stuff. And then it was like awesome. You could feel like the wind. You could feel like breathing. You could feel like the the clouds that you're kind of passing through and stuff. Really? Yeah, and like twirling. You feel like how you move through the air. You make me more excited to do this. I know you should. I mean, that's what I kind of want to push people to do. do I mean, I I feel like keeping a dream journal in general is just kind of beneficial to your sanity. I don't know why, what it is, but it definitely just kind of helps. I mean, even thinking in the morning as opposed to you waking up and being like, shit, I got to do this and this today and like today's going to suck because of this or like, you know, I had a shitty night of sleep or just kind of having a bad thought. You kind of wake up and you're like, no, that dream was kind of crazy and you just write down that dream and you think about dreams for the first whatever it is. You got a mundane schedule. Right. Exactly. In your life. It makes it. Yeah. You just take like five to 10 minutes to just write down something that like happened in in your mind that you didn't even control. You know what I mean? It's just something that you kind of watched that nobody else got to experience ever, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but so, yeah, so I was like flipping around, flying around in the air and then it was like, all right, well, yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to see what it's like to go underwater. I want to, I want to fly underwater. So I like, I, I felt myself like shift down and start flying downwards. And I went, I passed like into a, a body of water and I felt like the coolness. I felt like the coolness of everything. And it was still from like a GoPro perspective because I didn't create a world at all. I just created this, the feeling of flying and going underwater. I was able to breathe and stuff. And then, I mean, I think I woke up after that. But like just those two events in general were like fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Man, yeah, I can't even imagine what that feel like. Yeah, what, what's crazy is... Uh, like I said, it can help nightmares in therapeutic ways, but it's also like create like creative. It's like a creative activity. It's kind of fun, you know. What that I mean? wasn't that wasn't a baked dream, was it? A what? A baked dream. Baked dream. <laughs> no, actually, that's the interesting thing. Like I said, like I was sober enough. I, I obviously didn't smoke that night, but like yeah. I was, you know, I was. It was probably a school night. And I had purposely gone out of the way to get apple juice. And, like, I remember okay. drinking the, the apple juice. And like That's all. Nothing. That was the only substance. Like, yeah. I mean, I had regular dinner. I don't remember what was for dinner. But that, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. I read that apple juice, like, induces lucid dreaming and, and stuff. that did it, huh? Yeah. That did it enough, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely try it out. Um, the, the interesting about lucid dreaming is it... Uh, a lot of people kind of sense it like, so Edgar Allan Poe has a quote. It says, all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. So it's like lucid dreaming. If you're conscious within a dream, it kind of makes you 
question right now are we just like consciously like unconsciously dreaming are we in a, in a dream you know what i mean like yeah and and there's there's a big like philosophical debate is like you could wake up at any second and be like all right all of that was you know all of that was a dream you know what i mean like that's just kind of is that's a little bit more meta than i was hoping to get into but i definitely i wanted to mention it you know what i mean just and bringing up a poe quote I a poe quote yeah for yeah. sure like and that's the thing like if it is just a dream like in your dreams like more the more what is the moral code there like what are your ethics within a dream like if you kill somebody in a dream is that a sin Right. Would you do that in real life? And does that like right? I mean, does that reflect that? something yeah. that you would do? And if we are in a exactly. dream right now, do you the things that you do even matter? Like, could you commit like a sin or something, like and and not have to worry about it because you might wake up in the future? Yeah, man. Why not just try it? Why not just try anarchy? Yeah, Let's go for killing people. I'm with it. Let's Absolutely. Do <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that was just something that I found interesting. Is like, like the moral code of your dreams you know what i mean like i said like yeah that that is looking you, real deep into it like, yeah like who like even if it's not killing somebody but it's just like did you lie in your dream did you did you hurt somebody in some way does that did reflect you, your actual intentions in real life yeah and yeah. i don't think it does i think it's like a hyperbole of some sort or come like a like I said, it's just like random sparks in your brain that kind of happen that mix things together. And it's so funny, like how hard it is to understand your subconscious. Yeah, yeah, because there's so much. Like it's my brain, but I don't know what is going on what up there. The, yeah, what the hell is going on? What I'm really thinking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the other lucid dream that I had was fun. It was actually really fun because I, it happened my sophomore year of of college. And I, re- I I guess I realized I was dreaming, and I was like, well, you know, if I'm in a dream, I'm going to try some hard drugs, because I can't try hard <laughs> drugs in real life. Hell yeah. And I was like, I was like well, let's do, some, uh, let's do some heroin. Let's right off the bat. That's God the worst damn. one I can think of. And in my dream, I, I, again, it was almost like a GoPro type of thing. Like, I didn't, there wasn't like a setting to it, or like a, like a, a background or context or anything that kind of went into the story of how I got into the situation yeah. of heroin. But I just like, dude, I was like, all right, I want to feel what heroin's like. And I, like, I didn't even have to go through the injection process. It was like, all right, the heroin was in my veins. And like, you didn't even like go through. Yeah. I mean, I think I, like maybe the action of like putting just, I feel like that was part of it, but I didn't feel the pain of the, of the thing in my arm. Yeah. But like the action of putting something into my arm. And, and then I just, like, immediately felt like, dude, it was, like, the act, you know, it's like, I don't know what heroin feels like, but the the preconceived notion of what heroin is like is, like, the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's what, it, like, it has to be. That's why it's so addictive. It has to feel really, really fucking good. So, like, in my dream, I, I, I did it, and, it, like, even the dream felt good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just, like... <laughs> My whole body was filled, like, from head to toe with, like, ecstasy. You know what I mean? Like, like it just was, like, all of my nerve receptors were, like, tingling in, like, a happy way. You know? It was just, it's just weird. It was weird. And then, in the same dream, so I, like, came, so I think that was, like, part of the lucid dream. And then I went almost into another dream where I remembered that happening. And I was, like, you know, it felt good. Like, I'm not, like, addicted to it, but, like. <laughs> addicted to dream heroin. Yeah, addicted to a dream heroin. 
But it was fun. You know, I might do it again. <laughs> That's what they all say. That's what all... <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not that addicting, right? But, but it, I might do it again. But it felt really good, yeah. But I kind of <laughs> really like it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really the only reason to God, lucid dream in the end. It, 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 it was what it comes down to. The only reason to lucid dream is so you can try, try heroin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, dude, that reminds me. I This keeps reminding me of old dreams, man. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. But I used to have, like... I think I've had like four dreams where I would do acid. Really? Yeah, and I'm I'm terrified of acid. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, it's a do scary drug, man. It fucks yeah. with you, especially. I mean, for people who have like anxiety, or depression, or anything, you know. Yeah, it's I like, get anxious as fuck. You know. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to have like the, the the thought of doing acid is just like fuck. That's crazy. It is, and that carried on in my dreams. And I used to have dreams of doing acid, and I I remember like. I remember them vividly. Fuck, I might have wrote them down. But I don't remember exactly what happened in them. Just doing Man, acid. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. The anxiety of doing acid in a dream, though. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like, again, it's when you're, when you're doing a drug in a dream, it's just what you think the drug would be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like we were talking about with the theory before, where it's like other people, like you kind of project yourself onto other people and other characters. It's like... You kind of are projecting yourself into like what the drug, your preconceived wish. Despite you having no experience of it, mm-hmm. like you have no experience of what other people really perceive of you. Right, but like of, the, of themselves on you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still, like what you've heard about the drug and how you pe- how you've heard stories of people on the drug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in your mind, you're just like, <laughs> like yeah, it's just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that dream. I really liked that lucid dream because, really? yeah, because dude, I was like, that was one of the greatest feelings that, I mean, like I experienced in a dream, you know, most dreams are bad to have a good, not only a good dream, but a dream where you do heroin, you, you don't have to That's have the, funny, any of the though. addictive like tendencies to it. And like, you just kind of did a drug. Yeah. You kind of <laughs> did free, a drug for, for free no repercussions. <laughs> Despite yeah. not actually feeling the effects. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, despite me being extremely anxious about acid, and despite the fact that I would probably have a horrible time on it, <laughs> I, like, all my dreams I've had on it, I remember being good. Really? You know, I was at, like, house parties and stuff. Uh, they're always yeah. too, they're always at, like, UC house parties. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> all I really like, remember. Yeah, you're just experiencing reality in a different way. Which yeah, that weird. was all it was, and it was stupid. Like, I got nothing out of it, but it was just like, I woke up being like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did that mean? What did that mean? Yeah, what yeah. does acid in a dream mean? What does heroin in a dream mean? Dude? Exactly. It, it yeah. never really means anything. And that's why uh, I had a guy on here, Mikey, on the first time Mikey was on, he was like, if I could just say anything on record, I just want to say, fuck Freud. Fuck Sigmund Freud. <laughs> that dude was a creep. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not that hot. He was pretty creepy. He was a creep. No, apparently he um, he he watched his, or like listened to his daughter like masturbating or something. God damn it. Yeah. And like, I mean, all of his theories. I'm not even that surprised. His theories were fucked. That's all. Yeah. All of his theories are like sex related and like, it does kind of make sense at some point on the deepest, deepest level. 
but like there is no other scientific proof behind the Freudian theories. Like I don't know why his name, like why why he is such a, a big name in, in history. I know, man. Ninety percent of what he's known as is like, you know, this guy's got some good theories, but he's also a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> and most of the stuff he comes up with is just addicted, crazy shit. Cocaine. Uh, he, he was addicted to cocaine. Yeah. It's just cocaine induced ideas of dreams is basically what it is. Basically, know? man, that yeah. guy was just like. He should be an icon of psychosis before, like, an icon of psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Psychologist. Like dream psychology. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. They recently Man. released uh, a show called Freud, and it's about Sigmund Freud. And I thought it was like, okay, this could be pretty interesting if they're doing, like, tests on, on dreams and stuff. But then they just made it into, like, about Freud's life and, like, his business of, like, doing the dream psychology thing where there's no proof behind it. Which is, like, kind of a cool so- concept, but they made it into, like, a dramatic thing where there's, like, a, like a soap opera type of thing. Like, what they do with a lot of Marvel movies and, like, shows on the scene. It's not really what you'd want to hear about Freud. Yeah. It's it, more so. Like, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of... So, I mean, you watch, like, there's this show called Arrow on the CW. Yeah. And it's, right. of like, a superhero that kills people because they do bad things with money or something like that. But it's really about his relationship with, like, his family business. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. like, his sister and his mother and, like, the family. It's like, I don't care. I don't, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm here for the idea of, like, a cool superhero or... Yeah, that sounds uh, like a shitty way to handle. Yeah, or the dream, like, the, the dream psychology. I'm interested in that. It's like, you don't... I'm not going to watch this show because I want to watch a dude who's addicted to cocaine, <laughs> you know, either win or lose his, his life or his idea of where he wants to go in the world. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just dumb. This is all dumb to me. Sounds like a waste. <laughs> yeah, media should be better. That's where I'm going with this. <laughs> and you can control the media of your mind in dreams if you want to. 100%. That <laughs> show could be good in your dreams. Oh, my God. Right now it's shit, and that's a take from Stephen <laughs> Jones 2020. Anyways, Denny, I want to appreciate you coming out and listening to me ramble about this for a while. Hey, man, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's just because I knew you'd find it interesting, I think, and, and have some pretty fun ideas to throw in every once in a while. And you did. You you came through. It's I a think. fun topic. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, thanks again. It's kind of fun. All right, man. Later. Thanks for uh, making it. Did you make it to the end? Are you here? Are you with me right now? Uh, if you are, you're a dreamer, and uh, I believe in you. Uh <laughs> I want to apologize about all, all the beer bottles shuffling around. Probably should have prefaced it with that. But, uh, you know, you're going to listen for the content, and then you deal with, with the things that go on in the background. That's that's how my podcasts work, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I actually am kind of sorry about that. I'll, I'll make sure to, you know, I, I'm still kind of figuring out uh, how to record in new places in a new environment and moving around and whatnot. So uh, I will be more conscious about that going forward from here but i still again it's not jake denny's fault don't blame him although if you see him mention it just to like so it's on his mind anyways thanks jake denning and thank me for uh you know putting this shit together doing this this job for you for your listeners also thank you i love you amen okay bye